This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In what was perhaps Anthony Davis's most important game as a Los Angeles Laker in the regular season, the Lakers are finally looking like a team that might be ready to compete. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a solo ride of the Hoopball Lakers podcast. I am your main man, Ethan Noroff. And on today's episode, well, shit, let's be honest. Let's start with the fact that the Lakers won a basketball game because that's news worth celebrating. Anthony Davis was absolutely dominant. The Lakers finally looked like a team that was ready to compete with a worthwhile opponent. And they beat the Phoenix Suns in what was a must-have game for the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers could not afford to blow this game, although they did their best effort to do so down the stretch. They held strong. They were able to hold on. And the Lakers find themselves themselves now just one single game behind the Portland Trailblazers for that sixth seed. Of course, there are some tie-breaking considerations that we have to be mindful of. There are only four games left in the regular season. Right now, the Mavericks are in the fifth spot with Trailblazers in sixth, Lakers in seventh. Three Lakers are three games ahead of the Warriors in the eighth spot, so something would have to go colossally wrong down the stretch for the Lakers the rest of the way if they were going to slide into that eighth spot. So it looks like the Lakers might have a floor as the seventh seed, but of course that puts them in the play-in tournament, which you know will be a heavy topic of discussion for us on the Hoopball Lakers show this week and as we move forward. But before we get too far into the future, we have to stop and recognize what was Anthony Davis's game in this one. And the reason that I want to hammer that so hard is because in the last handful of games, in the last three full games in which Anthony Davis has played basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. So we're going to throw out that game in which he only played nine minutes versus the Clippers because obviously he barely played in that one, okay? But the last three games, Anthony Davis has very much looked like the Anthony Davis that we all expect to see. And in particular, the last couple of games, AD has been monstrous. I mean, without LeBron available, this is the version of AD that the Lakers need I mean, they want to have, but they need to have down the stretch and into the postseason. Over the last two games, Anthony Davis is averaging 39 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, two blocks, one and a half steals. He's gotten to the free throw line 32 times in the last two games. He's even hit a handful of threes, three of eight from distance while shooting basically 50% from the floor. Not basically, exactly 50%. 25 of 50 over the last two games. Anthony Davis has been playing like an MVP and only three turnovers in each game. So for with that much usage, I mean, it is really impressive stuff. Most notably, Anthony Davis's legs look like they're getting back. He acknowledged as much in the post-game interview after this one. 
And over the last two games, AD has played 39 minutes and then 41 minutes in this win over Phoenix. He was nothing short of phenomenal. On a night where the Lakers again did not have LeBron James. On a night where Markeith Morris did not play. On a night where Kyle Kuzma was out with lower back tightness. Dennis Schroeder still in the protocols. Anthony Davis stepped up and showed out, leading the Lakers with 42 points and a game-high plus 26 for the big man, okay? Plus 26. By contrast, Devin Booker minus 22 in this game. Just thought that was worth noting. But plus 26 for AD played just a brilliant brand of basketball and really just showed his importance and what he is capable of doing when he feels right for this Lakers team, even when it is not at full strength. And really, the Lakers got strong games from a number of players tonight. Starting backcourt, Alex Caruso and Contavious Caldwell-Pope combining for 34 points on 10 of 20 from the field. Absolutely enormous for those two guys to have that level of production. Caruso in particular on the offensive end, 17 points and 8 assists from AC. I mean, that is the kind of production that if the Lakers could get on a consistent basis from him, it just further elevates their ceiling. The Lakers are most certainly, and I mean most certainly, not considered favorites to repeat as champions this year. And we'll get into why that is and the psychology, at least in my opinion, in just a few minutes here. But let's celebrate the present because that's what we're here to do. The bench, couple double-digit scorers off the bench. Montrez Harrell only played 15 minutes, still contributed 12 points. Ben McLemore, 12 points off the bench. All three-pointers, of course. I can't stress enough how fortunate the Lakers were to be able to get Ben McLemore. And I know some are going to say, yeah, they're the only team that put in a bid, so to speak, or that wanted to take a flyer. I'm not saying that Ben McLemore was a highly sought-after talent, okay? What I'm saying is we sat here for weeks, and I mean we, everybody in Laker Nation, and said the Lakers absolutely, 100%, guaranteed, could really use another 3 and D guy. Ben McLemore is not exactly elite or anything close to it on the defensive end, but he fits the mold of what the Lakers needed in terms of another shooter, and he has helped this team. So you love to see it there. Taylor Horton Tucker played 21 big minutes off the bench as well. Not a ton of playing time uh, for these guys off the bench tonight. Frank Vogel really rolled with his starters for the most part, with the exception of Andre Drummond, only played 20 minutes, mostly because of foul trouble early in this one. Six points and 10 rebounds for the big Penguin. Marcus Saul continues to peek into the rotation. 18 minutes was a plus 10 in this game. You know Frank Vogel absolutely loves that. I mean, it, it looks like it's sort of evolving into a three-way rotation here depending upon the night and how the opposition stacks itself up. There's always going to be somebody who gets squeezed, Markeith Morris being the victim of that tonight, but everybody will trade playing time for a win at this stage if they're in it for the right reasons. Wesley Matthews, 33 minutes as a member of the starting five in this one, played a mostly productive game, only took a handful of shots, made a couple of threes, and was a presence out there on defense. The Lakers really looked good defensively, came out with a very strong first quarter, Would have had a larger lead going into halftime, but fell a little bit flat. Then in the third quarter, the Suns scored a whole bunch of points, but the Lakers scored even more, and they scored almost 40 in that quarter, 39 for the Lakers in the third quarter to take an enormous 20-plus point lead 
before giving up the momentum in the fourth and, and finally closing it out, you know, on a series of, of good plays. Of course, Anthony Davis had another block down the stretch that, that helped seal the fate of this game in the Lakers' direction and just... I mean, if I could write a love letter to Anthony Davis for this game, I think you guys know that I would at this point. I love seeing Contavious Caldwell-Pope produce. I love seeing him engaged in the game at both ends of the court. The Lakers are so much better when they get that version of KCP, so you love to see that as well. Now I want to circle back and sort of start to look forward because there's only four games left in the regular season here. That's it. Four games and the season is complete. Now... The Lakers, when we embarked on this stretch here, when we knew that we were going to play Denver, the Clippers, the Blazers, and the Suns, we said, man, it would be great if the Lakers could go 3-1 and one in this stretch because they had just lost three straight games, three games in which they probably should have won, maybe at Washington. I'll give the Wizards that. Russ has been playing out of his freaking mind, and Bradley Beal has as well. Unfortunately, Beal sidelined right now. Hopefully he's able to get back before the end of the year for Washington. So I'll give you that game. But against Sacramento without Darren Fox, against Toronto, a team that's trying to lose. Look, man, JC and I talked about it before. I'm just going to hammer on it again. Those two losses stick out like a sore thumb because if the Lakers win those two games, they are 40 and 28. They are tied for the five seed. They are ahead of the Blazers. That is such a crucial, crucial thing right now. So I know we sat here and said, look, Lakers are going to be in the playoffs one way or another, but we really needed to get those two games. That was a really unfortunate two-game stretch there. That said, it's in the past. There's nothing you could do. You can only look forward. The Lakers have one day to rest and recover before taking on a Knicks team that just took it to the Clippers. The Knicks are in the playoffs for the first time in what feels like 400 years to their fan base, no doubt. Well-deserved. Julius Randle, easiest, most improved player award I've ever seen in my life. If he doesn't win it, the award shouldn't exist, okay? That is going to be a challenging game because even when their offense struggles, they are locked in defensively. They are that kind of team under Thibodeau. The Lakers got to come out and come hard in that one. The good news is, is it's at home. So at least the Lakers get to play inside Staples Center in the building. Wednesday, the Lakers finally unveiled the championship banner versus the Houston Rockets. You got to think that the Lakers got to blow the Rockets out of the water in this game, okay? Absolutely, statement game has to be done. You hope LeBron is back as early as Tuesday versus the Knicks. You know he wants to be out there for a TNT game if he's feeling good enough to do so. If not Tuesday, then hopefully Wednesday. I don't know that he'll play in a back-to-back if he comes back for Tuesday. That's really going to depend, but I think LeBron really wants to be on the floor and stay on the floor once he's able to get back out there. The Lakers finish the regular season Saturday and Sunday. Game times to be determined. Uh, and the, the exact pieces there with those two games is they're against teams that should be beatable in their current iteration. The Pacers, a struggling Pacers team that has a lot of inner turmoil, at least according to Woj, okay? And then you got the Pelicans playing without Zion Williamson. Brandon Ingram still may be sidelined with that ankle injury. So the Lakers have this opportunity to win out here if they're really locked in. But is this team really locked in? The win against the Suns this evening, no doubt, showed what the club is capable of doing when they are engaged. 
My question is about their sustainable level of engagement. And this is not designed to make excuses. This is not designed to provide a defense. I'm just trying to sit here as sort of a an armchair psychologist and give a little bit of rationale as to what may be going on, okay? We all sat here and lauded the, the Lakers for what they did this offseason, which is that they revamped the roster. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But in doing so, not only did they change their identity in terms of how they had to approach certain things, but it's just a lot of change in a short offseason. Remember the whole 72 days scenario? So this is a factor, okay? And for me, I think it's worth revisiting at this time. Now, in addition to all of that change, the Lakers encountered scenarios they never had to prepare for this season. While there were games where players were in and out of the lineup due to COVID protocols, Schroeder and Gasol come to mind most notably, others missed a little bit of time here and there with bumps, bruises, aches, pains, etc., etc. But nowhere in the schedule, nowhere in the budget, in the path toward recreating the cinema magic that is the Hollywood story, did anyone call for an extended absence for Anthony Davis, much less an extended absence for LeBron James? That is the one thing about LeBron, no matter how you feel about him, that you recognize is that at least he's always out there. And people who still criticize LeBron at this point, I mean, really, it's on you. It's all I have to say on this at this point. It's such an exhausting conversation. And I, I try to explain to people, they say, why don't you go, you know, to a bar or something like that to watch the game? And I say, because the conversation is boring. 
Most people just repeat what they hear on Sports Center or they hear somebody say and then that's it. That becomes their opinion. That that ability to critically analyze for yourself, it's lacking in most, shall we say. And as somebody who's highly engaged, and I know those who listen to this show and those who, you know, call themselves educated members of, of Laker Nation, I know that the conversation would be different if it were be- to be between you and I. And I appreciate that from you because that is a credit to you. All right. But for others, the conversation is just so trite. It's so sort of artificial, the small talk. I'm not here for that. Right. We want to engage in conversation on the deepest levels in order to really explore topics and things. And that applies to everything in life, but in particular, Lakers. So anyway, it's a quick segue as to why I don't really go to the bar to go watch a game. All right. Plus, the view's better in my house. I can get up to pee anytime I want. I can pause it. You already know, all right? The viewing experience at home has never been better. That said, I am excited the world is starting to reopen. I am excited to be vaccinated fully. I encourage everybody to be a part of that movement. So as the Lakers sit here and they move forward, right? Now having had the ability to get Anthony Davis back onto the court, having this version of AD who is able to reclaim his status as one of the best the NBA currently has to offer because it is a very much what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of business. Well, lately, Anthony Davis has done it all and then some. And then on the horizon, you have the prospect of LeBron James returning and making an impact that goes beyond just one game. Of course, the ankle is going to continue to be a concern until it isn't, right? Now, Anthony Davis, every time he goes down, everybody in Los Angeles and who wears the purple and gold, they just sit there and they pause and they hold their breath and hope. And Pelicans fans go, ah, yes, I remember those times, right? Obviously, the Lakers fans more recently are triggered by what looked like an Achilles injury and thankfully was not at least not directly in terms of the Achilles tendon. But Anthony Davis is a big, long dude, so when he goes down, big tree falls hard, okay? But he looks pretty healthy to me. He's falling, he's gotten up, he's falling, he's gotten up, and he keeps producing at these incredibly elite levels. So let's ride it while it's hot. And if LeBron is able to return and be the LeBron James or even 80% of the LeBron James that we have come to know and love in a Lakers uniform, then the Lakers will be just fine. It doesn't matter who they have to play in the play-in tournament if it goes in that direction. Now, if, and this is a big if at this point, okay, but if the Lakers find themselves in the play-in tournament, well, we talked about why. Those two games in particular stick out, but we also know that it's never been about the seeding for the Lakers this year. They have really done a good job of acknowledging that, okay? Even from the beginning. And that and that really does, okay, speak to sort of their, their cho- chosen styles of play at certain points. One of the things I've been critical on since, since the beginning is the Lakers often play to the level of their competition, and often that means more under their own ability versus overperforming their ability. I want them to exert their will on everybody like they did uh, against the Suns for the first three quarters of tonight's game. All right. 
So there's been a lot of change with this Lakers team. And that's a challenge, no doubt. But on top of that, there's been continued change with the team throughout the season as a result of those injuries. So guys who played supporting roles previously were asked to step up or step out into new roles. Kyle Kuzma had his role changed for the 400th time on this club. For instance, Alex Caruso said, can you, they asked Alex Caruso, can you play a bigger role for me? Wes Matthews goes from nine minutes to 16 to DNP to 35 and who knows what to expect. Every month, uh, McKinney gets thrown into the mix because, ah, we haven't played him in a while. Throw him in for a few minutes, right? THT has looked like an all-star in the making some nights and very much looked like a rookie on others. And the team was still getting new players as of, you know, six weeks ago, not even. I don't know. Time is just a construct in the last, well, this whole pandemic era. It's all been one long year to me. I know it's been longer than that, but it's been one long year. Thankfully, we are moving past it slowly. All right. So it's been a challenge for these Lakers, man. A lot of change. Not a lot of time to adjust. They probably had five full practices all season in terms of their ability to really integrate all the new pieces, in terms of their ability to really connect as a team. The the pace of the second half schedule has been incredibly fast. I mean, there's just... There are so many variables that have worked against this team. So really, a less resilient one would have already folded. Now, earlier this week, the Lakers were on the brink, man. They were ready to collapse. They, a, they are a jangly, shaky, wobbly, Jenga tower. Where if you pull the wrong brick, that whole thing is coming down. And the one you just pulled made it wiggle and made it go back and forth but it's still up it's still fighting and that's this Lakers team right now they're still up they're still fighting and they might be getting stronger at exactly the right time but if they're forced to play into this playing tournament it will be nobody's fault but their own okay absolutely no one so if the season were to end today we all know that it does not but if the season were to end today, the Lakers and Warriors would be playing each other as a 7 and 8 seeds to determine who gets that 7 seed. Now, I understand the excitement of a play-in tournament, but if I earn the 7th seed and I have to play in now to re-earn that 7th seed in a one-game lose, win or go home, so to speak, I would be livid. So it's not a great scenario to be in. But it looks like that's how it could shake out. Maybe the Grizzlies overtake the Warriors, right? It's more unlikely that the Spurs jump all the way up. So it's going to be either the Warriors or the Grizzlies. Of course, if you're the Lakers, you probably prefer the Grizzlies. Okay? But that's how it's going to go for the Lakers. And if they lose that game, they're going to have to play the winner of the 9-10 game. So that could be Grizzlies-Spurs. Could be Warriors-Spurs. Pelicans are going to have to do some work to get into that picture. You know the Lakers don't want to see the Pelicans in the playoffs, even if they're without Zion Williamson. They just don't want to see that team. Okay? So we'll see how it shakes out for the Lakers. Look, they should be able to beat any one of those teams handedly. Okay? So if the Lakers lose the 7-8 game, they're going to play the winner of the 9-10, and assuming the Lakers would win that game, they'd be the 8th seed. So if the Suns still finish in second and the Jazz are in first, it's going to be one of those two, two, two teams 
And I think this is why tonight's game was such a statement for the Lakers. It was because even without LeBron James, look, we could come and we could be playing you in the first round and you might be the two seed, but you might be feeling a familiar fate and going home early. So if the Lakers could come out and send a message that they're they're in a good position to do so. And to be honest with you, I think I'd rather play the Suns in the first round than I than I would the Nuggets in that four or five spot. So we'll see how it turns out for the Lakers. Might not be all doom and gloom after all. Biggest thing is get LeBron James back on the court. But Anthony Davis is playing like an absolute superstar. The Lakers seem to be getting those positive contributions from their role players right now. No matter what the exact role that's asked of, they've been able to survive the health issues, scares, concerns, dramas, whatever it may be. And they've been able to overcome some very real challenges. All right? I don't think it's all love in that locker room like it was last year. And I'm not saying people hate each other in there, but I just don't get the same sense as this team is necessarily as well connected as humans. Okay? And part of that is natural. Before we get out of here, I don't want to end it on a sour note like that. I felt like that was too sour. Part of that is normal. Last year, these guys literally had to be basically locked together all the time as a result of the COVID season. They had no choice but to spend time together. And when that happens, naturally, you're going to come together if you got the right group of people. This year, they're spending more time apart. They're with their families, right? The protocols have loosened a little bit, or a lot of bit, I should say. And so they're just not as, you know, they, they haven't had the same time to practice, the short turnaround. So they're just not necessarily as connected as humans. That's, that's normal, Okay. So just because they can't necessarily have that specific element recreated does not mean that they are uh, going to fail as a result or, or capable of less. It's just one of those, again, additional challenges they are going to have to overcome. All right. The Lakers have been good about overcoming these challenges all season. So we'll hope and, and we'll see if they continue to do it. But it's a critical stretch coming up for the Lakers. Got to have these last handful of games in a regular season as you prepare for the playoffs. Make your statements that you got to make. And let's get rolling. Great, great win versus Phoenix. Had to happen. We'll be back with you midweek. You follow us on Twitter at HoopBallLakers. You follow me on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. And of course, we can always talk Lake Show. That's what I'm here to do. All right. Until next time, I'm out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.